Crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's the Daily Talk Show episode 172. Tommy Jacket, are you a, uh, a cone or a cup guy? Um, what are we talking about here? We're talking about ice cream. Oh, um, well, you know what? I've been a cup guy majority of my life, mm-hmm. but I'm starting to hit that cone. I'm starting to just yeah. love those that extra little nibble at the end. Ooh, something sweet, and you get a little, um, <laughs> you know, a bit of ice cream down in that real, you know, bottom of the cone, and you just yeah, it, a little bit of chalky in the bottom if you're going full primo cone. Well, it has yeah, it has to be wafer. It can't be bogan cardboard. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's doing bogan cardboard nowadays though? Well, I don't know. It's what waffles I waffles pretty standard. Yeah. I mean it's what they get kids because kids don't respect the cone. You know, it's like if Bodie wanted one, I probably wouldn't get him a waffle. I'd be like, because you'll end up just like having a few nibbles and then throw it at the wall. So um yeah. you gotta choose wisely. A complete waste. That co- that cone's probably a dollar. That wafer oh, I love the smell. Now you've got me you got me going. Hey, um yeah. by the way, uh you, 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 I mean, people can't see you. This is audio, but mm-hmm. you got Uncle Festa vibes. Um, no, Einstein. No, nah. what do you mean? No, you got Einstein vibes. Uncle Festa's bald. Oh, yeah, no, Uncle's, no, he's bald. I meant, um, Einstein. Uh, there's a movie oh, called Because of My Hair. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's not, it's looking How it's did long. you confuse Uncle Festa with Albert Einstein? <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. There's no comparison. No, that's okay. Uh, but no, I, I mean, I think Uncle Fest is the one in that. What show was it? Uh, Adam's it family. The, Adam's family. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's that little ball. Talk looks like a thumb. <laughs> he looks like your toe thumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon I? Uh, you were telling me not to cut it before New York. Yeah, well, just Do you still agree? Yeah, because we can go to a barber. We can go to a barber. It, it's looking good. I mean, just slick it back. And um, mm. you'll be looking like you're in the mafia. Hey, uh, update on the America trip. I'm not coming. No, I am. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen your face. Was that? Is there actually an update? Yeah, update. I've um, lodged my ESTA, my uh, travel visa oh, for America. Uh, f- fun little fact. Uh, you had to put in, or no, it, it gave you the option. This is where they, they're tricky. It's a trick question. On those like forms you got to fill out, they've got the you know highlighted red sections that you have to enter your details. Uh, you, you have the to trick the question, question is the one that says, "Have you been involved in terrorism?" <laughs> it's the it's the dumbest trick ever because who who is actually ticking that box? I wonder how many people they caught out getting an S, an Esther form by by ticking that box. Yeah, it's like, are you carrying? Like uh, explosive, you know, materials. Like, yeah. Well, if I probably was, I wouldn't want to tell you. So, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bizarre. But probably, like, you know what? If one percent of you know terrorists actually tick that they're a terrorist, yeah, I guess it's worth putting on there. Well, better um, of asking. You need to, or they say, uh, tell us your social media. What, what do you want? You on Insta? You on Facey? Yeah, you've add another. We spoke about this. Did yeah. you actually? Did you? Uh, Put your profiles? Yeah, so all I put was my Insta. 
I didn't want to get into the nitty gritty of you know Snapchat and all of that shit. So <laughs> I thought you, I just get like because I fucking don't use Snapchat anymore. Yeah. I just want to get, really focus on my Insta. <laughs> Did you tell them to look at your Insta stories as well? <laughs> no, here's the thing. It's it. You don't actually have to put anything. But I was like, they're Americans. They they're gonna think that everyone has social media, regardless. And so I was yeah. like, I'll put one account. It, you know, it's family friendly. There's some nice shots. Of my baby, my wife, landscapes, a couple of drone shots. It's like, do you reckon they have actually have someone reviewing this and going, what are we looking at? What are we looking for? We're we looking for that bikini model who's got 12 mil that's going to try and, you know, steal some work off some other bikini models in LA. Like, what are they, what do you think? Maybe you'd be at risk at that point because of your, um, you've got model vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, the, but if they go far back, the, back far enough, they'll find some um, shoestring bikinis that oh. I was wearing. <laughs> I do, I do like that our mate Tommy has done a bit of a rebrand. Where he's, have you seen his new Instagram account? Yeah, yeah, Tommy, Tommy Davis split things up. Tom Primal. Yeah. Um, no, he, well, he's got Tom Primal, and then he's got t- uh, Tommy Davidson, and then he's done underscore model model or modeling. Oh, I haven't seen that. And yeah, he, mate, there there is no getting away. <laughs> I've got nothing to. I've got nothing to to add to that. But I, I didn't feel comfortable for whatever reason. Like if it, if it was Tommy Davidson, I would have given it a follow, even with the the sort of shots he was putting on there. But Tommy Davidson, that uh, model. It feels like I'm being like a bit pervy or something. It's got like an. It seems like I'm treating him a bit like a piece of meat. Yeah. Well, no one can get away with any slight um, sniff of a rebrand without you without you smelling it. Like that's probably. I'm onto it. He's. Ta- I mean, that's a tactical choice. He's a professional model, if you if you will. He makes mm-hmm. you know good coin. It's his um, it's his it's his uh bread bread earner. Bread winning. I don't know what I'm saying. But, um, but he doesn't eat bread. I don't know yeah, looking yeah, at the photos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Paleo bread. Paleo bread. Um, so that's the update on America. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking pumped. It's um, now not even two weeks. Uh, a little bit over two weeks. One, two, yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited. It's uh, Tomorrow we have um, Trevor Long on the show who's coming to us live from Cupertino. Yeah, San Fran. That's outside of San Fran? Is that a Yeah, I don't, like, I always cringe when people say San Fran because I remember hearing years ago someone from San Francisco saying that you you shouldn't say San Fran. Yeah. Oh, now you're having a go at the San Fran bit. Okay, I get it. San Francisco. Um, But is it near, is Cupertino, Cupertino, is outside of San Francisco? This is... Yeah, Cupertino, I think, is um, it's in Silicon Valley. Let's have a look. Uh, Cupertino, oh, geez, this has gone down a rabbit hole. I'm on a uh, Indian furniture website um, <laughs> that, when I Google that. Cupertino, it's a city in California, which we knew. It's just, I think it's near San Jose, which is oh, close yeah. to, it's Mountain View, uh, which is, you know, where the um, Palo Alto, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's it's very close to San Francisco, but it's actually, um, yeah, it's not in in San Francisco. And so T Long, he's he's over there. There's a few announcements happening. 
Uh, yeah. Apple's got uh, new phones, probably a new watch. And so he's going over there as the, uh, you know, one of the reps for Australia to report back to all the media about what Apple's announced. And we've somehow um, convinced him to come on to the Daily Talk Show and tell us all the goss and we can uh, talk all things Apple. I, I mean, he, he is. He's the evolution of Josh Jansen as a child. Like, if you were to stay on that path with what you were doing, yeah, he's your hero, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's like the um, the Melbourne geek. After speaking yesterday about being on uh, Melbourne Talk Radio, I went down this rabbit hole as I was waiting for the podcast to upload, where I was listening to me talk about technology, and then I found a. Um, podcast that I did from 2007 where I um, was singing the song Irreplaceable. But yes, uh, <laughs> Trevor, if if I had gone down the tech route, I would def- I'd basically be Trevor Long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did, did he... I mean, I can ask him yesterday. I was going to ask you something about Trevor, but I'll just ask him tomorrow when he's on the show. So yeah. Uh, fact, the the time zones are really fucking with you. You're like, well, we'll ask him yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you just Mate, said. did I? We'll ask him. <laughs> Probably is. Ask him tomorrow. I'm I'm tired today. I, I was thinking before. It's like yeah. some days you wake up tired. I didn't even have a bad sleep, but sometimes mm. it's like I've just put the wrong fuel in my car, and um, and I wake up and it's just feeling a bit creaky. It's weird how you just some days are a bit off, some days are good. But I tell you what, mate, when you have a coffee, perks you back up. You know, I, I Seven Eleven, definitely. Um, so I've, yeah, I mean, it's more for the budget than anything. But um, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah. Today, I've just I was feeling a bit off, but coming back to it. Hey, um, this is uh, thanks to a drive time radio show in Melbourne that I've uh, stolen mm-hmm. their their content idea. But I thought it was a cracker, and it's uh, very much a something Tommy Jacket would do. Um, they, uh, Michelle, Tim and Marty, they were talking yeah. about reviews and, you know, we've spoken quite a bit about some, some funny reviews that have come through for some interesting places, but I'm annoyed that I didn't think yeah. of this, um, to look at the, w- the Google reviews on, uh, prisons in Victoria yeah. or ar- around Australia. So people like can just jump on and you could, like, there's a place called Ravenhall prison, which you would have driven past. It's on the, um, I think it's on the Ring Road, um, just outside of the city in Melbourne. Um, and so it's, you go past it. Every time I drive past a prison, I drove past one a couple of days ago when I was coming back from Kyabram. And I always like have this feeling when I look over at the prison, I just go into this real deep thought of the people in there and the, and the path that they are on and that they're just locked away and they're just, you know, at this at this crossroad of their life journey and they've either really fucked up or made some stupid mistakes. And I just start getting into that mindset of like, okay, they're probably all in their bed right now. It's, it's weird. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. this is, a, this is another perspective on that because you can read the reviews, um, and Ravenhall prison currently 2.8 stars. Um, and some of them, <laughs> some of them are fucking funny. So 13 reviews have been submitted. Uh, uh, I'll, re- I'll read you a couple. Do you think that- these are legit? Do you get the vibe <laughs> that they're legit? Well, you can tell me. Here we go. Uh, this was a month ago. 
four-star rating. Not bad. Excellent facilities. Meals were average. Staff was some, somewhat average. Fellow guests were more accommodating. Overall, much more better than other like hotels. So that was okay. That was um, Deek. Well, so he said hotel, so he's <laughs> taking the piss. Yeah. Um, he said, this is Rat Hunter. He given it, he's given it three stars. I'd like to... So um, got a prison name. I would kill to go there. Safe, secure, and loving environment. Hot and cold running cockroaches and buffet-style eatery. <laughs> yeah, these are all fucked. This one, excellent for a family day out. However, the service was poor. Kitchen is only open three times daily for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, don't you think that it would actually be interesting to get ex-prisoners to rate their facilities? Like, to tell us what it was like? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean that that would be interesting. These are these are somewhat funny, but it, it's like what, when I was um, schooled by Mick Hall, who was been to some of the maximum security prisons when he was on the podcast. Yeah. And um, that was a fun interview when I asked him what his favourite uh, crime was. No, it, it was to do, what's your what crime of choice? Your crime of choice. <laughs> <laughs> At that moment, he pickpocketed you. No, no, he um, <laughs> no, that was insensitive. Uh, Josh, you should have been, no, but no, I'm joking. No, I think he, he, he found that, um, I mean, I think it's like, he doesn't want to glorify anything that he was doing. And one of the things that yeah. he highlighted when I said, aren't prisons for rehabilitation? And he was very stern on the fact that they're not. And, um, mm. I think the, the problem lies when they're private facilities where they're businesses and, um, and people are making money, keeping costs down, and things well, like that. Yeah, they're looking. The owners are looking at it like, okay, they're probably thinking, how can we, you know, the food? How can we make it cheaper and and get away with, you know, not and not being inhumane? Australian prisons mm. are probably much, you know, much better than most places, but still, they're not. Um, yeah, they're not hotels. But, and so I know this isn't completely the same, but uh, I remember when I was SRC president, one of the big issues that I had was the um, the canteen <laughs> for the school was actually run by an independent company. So trying to get anything sort of through, they they wouldn't be so um, accommodating when I had feedback as if <laughs> you know instead of if they were actually uh, employed by the school. So well, I completely can relate. Well, <laughs> What were you trying to get? What were you trying to get across the board? You want to bring oh, back we, those we tried to, roles? No, I was um, I was all about the healthy eating. I was a little fat kid, and I would have canteen meals every day, eating nachos and stuff. But there was a big push. One of the things was um, around removing fried food, but they managed to get around that by having all pre-fried like. Um, chicken tenders and stuff they're like oh they're actually baked so it's all okay uh-huh. but i i found i think i've spoken on this would have been early days of the show i spoke about this but i found an old um email that had a document attached with all of my suggestions for healthy options at the school canteen <laughs> and right. my favorite um my my favorite item that i wanted them to include as a healthy option was milkshakes, mm. <laughs> which just sort of gives you a bit of a sense of where my, my headspace was. Yeah. Um, I was working at a hot, uh, 
uh, I, um, not hot chocolate. Yeah, it's like a chocolate company making a video. They specialize in dark chocolate. Um, they started in hot chocolates, and it's unbelievable. It's it's called Mork Chocolate. But um, I got mm-hmm. the vibe. Uh, you know, a few people came in, and one person came in while we were filming, and they were in their um, active wear. And yeah. it, it was very much, you could tell that the, you know, the thought around, ah, it's like the, it's like the, the crack for the person that's trying to be healthy is that dark chocolate. It's like you, <laughs> yeah, you get, yeah, like yeah. it is such a cult yeah. following like that, seeing the chocolate as a, as a health, you know, a health food, but it's like the, it's like the treat. It's interesting. Where yeah, they're having it as meal replacements. But yeah, pretty much. It's I mean, you've done it, and it's and it is yeah. better than downing your Cadbury do fucking milk chocolate that's got ninety kilos of sugar in it. But um, yeah. it, it's funny how things that like, especially when you're on diets, it's like if you're, it's like bodybuilders they get protein protein bars and protein powders become crack because it's like it's the it's as naughty as you go. And um, what's the deal with uh, it's as naughty as you go is going to be the title of today's episode. It's, it's really know. gotten bright in uh, in Melbourne. Your your face is beautifully lit up. Thanks, mate. It's um, just um, hit six twenty seven, and uh, the sun is rising earlier as we head towards. You feel summer. free to turn off your car light. I'm slightly worried that one day you're gonna your power's gonna um, fuck up on the car. You're not going to be able to get to work. But no, the um, the eighty five percent chocolate is by far my go-to and I feel like it's one of those things I can eat even if I was to eat a whole block I it's not going to be too much damage Mm -hmm. yeah but if you're not getting your other meals I mean let's not go down that rabbit hole but yeah there is (laughs) um well we can replace the 85 percent in our in our office when we're back in town with a few fucking protein shakes all right mate Let's get a bit naughty I've actually found there's a new product oh my god I'll wait till you get back and we can try it it's um Protein. No, you'd have to wait. Nah, I just can't be bothered going to buy it. I mean, we can do it together <laughs> and make a video. It's um, protein mousse. It sounds full on, but like you, chalky mousse. Well, there's well, there's like packets, so you can get like vanilla or chocolate, and you and you can whisk it up in water, and it goes thick, and then you put it into the fridge, and it's like uh, it's mousse. Nah. Oh yeah. Nah, this is like uh, canned. I had a. a cousin that would eat canned burgers oh no that's like, nothing or like, like canned burgers. microwave like microwaved burgers like oh. it was even i remember as a kid like it's so disgusting you'd get them out of the freezer and you would zap them in the microwave and Bree's just yelling out saying she ate them that is like it is so dis- like even me as a little fat kid who would eat anything and i was like <laughs> the idea of just being able to have a freezer full of burgers was the dream. I remember I heated one up and I was like, it It just reminded me of something that like mm. astronauts would eat, you know, yeah. just shit food. Well, I mean, the the stuff they're eating is probably, it's, it's a lot more nutritious than that. I get what you mean though. It's like that weird, weird style. It's like long life. Processed, what, Long scientific. life food. Who the hell eats spam? Like who eats yeah. that meat and can? I guess- I'm really f- curious. I think my mate Nasan, who has a lot of bad dietary habits, eats spam. And he he grew up in a third world country, so I think that he's um he sort of uh, got used to maybe doing that sort of shit. It's it's That's really bizarre because they are on the, they're on the shelves, 
at Coles and all the supermarkets. Someone's buying it. Someone has to be buying it. And, I mean, if, if you're eating it because you've got money problems, I get it. Keep eating it. Rice and beans, though, are probably just as cheap, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can, I mean, eat so much rice and beans. It's just it's very boring. Sort of mix it's it up. Not, not good Get a bit you. fucking naughty with some spam. It's <laughs> naughty with some... <laughs> you just want to get so naughty today. Um, I'm, I made the mistake of uh, commenting on a Facebook video that was sort of a bit of a call to action. Uh, Dick Smith did a, a video which my mum shared, which was him talking about how these international American companies are uh, ripping off Australian motels and hotels. So he's talking about the what ifs and Expedia and booking.com and he's saying that the 20 and 30% commission is extortion. And he was saying that uh, call up motels instead of booking through these services because mm. they will be able to beat the price. He was going on and on and on. What's, what's your take from the surface? What's your take on it? Yeah, I would not. I don't see them as extortion. I see them as a, a business a convenience model for the for the customer. Yeah. I I have tended to do what he says. I I tend to call the place because it's sometimes just easier depending on where you are. If you haven't got an account through what if or whatever it, whatever booking platform it is, um, and so I have given it pushback in the past. But then I like Amy uses those things <clears throat> and has booked for us through them, and it ends up just being so much easier. So if it actually is yeah. easier to use the platform. I'm just looking for what is easiest and will save us some money. So I'll, I will do but whatever. I think, but I think the concern that I... So the reason he's saying it's extortion is because basically these websites are buying up the ad space so that if you type in a hotel or motel, the first thing that you'll see is uh, these booking sites and you book through them and then they take you know, a bit of the coin. But... Um, I decided to write a comment. Oh, yeah. And I said, um, uh, the irony of Dick posting this on Facebook, a big international business that does the same things he describes, doesn't mean that we need to go back to reading everything in the newspaper to support local advertisers. Whilst my experience with going direct contradicts his opinion that it leads to a better price, I also think requiring everyone to pick up the phone is a bit backwards too. How about we encourage better digital literacy within Australia? How about we teach local motel owners how to control their online presence. These hotel websites give hotels access to millions of potential customers. They provide a platform, safeguards, and a communication system. In return, they get commission on each booking. Resisting technology isn't the answer. <laughs> Just fucking having a bit of a go at Dick. Well, yeah. Dick, you've been a dick. It's Yeah, I, but so I, got a, I got a comment back from a, a lady named Belinda. Do you know Belinda? And she just, uh, no. And Belinda writes, you really didn't listen, did you? <laughs> At that point, I was on a boat fucking on a way to an island. In I'm just like, I don't fucking need this shit. I just deleted my comment. I'm like, actually, what am I trying to achieve by writing on this, on this Facebook uh, <laughs> post? 
is his um his whole Facebook page is Dick Smith's Fair Go. Yeah, he's just he's trying. He just wants to be the Aussie battler. All right, guys, come on! I fucking lost a couple of hundred million. It's uh, yeah, I'm the one. The, I'm the one I mean, losing here. What's the deal here. with it? How, how are we meant it? Because I don't know how I feel about um, like I understand. Yes, Australian jobs are important, stuff like that. But a little bit of globalization and competition and all like, isn't that a good thing? Like, how much? Do you think that we should be resisting and sort of creating barriers to these types of things? Yeah, I think you're right. I just don't think they see that perspective at all. It, the The pushback will only lead to it being a, a sore lose, a sore loss for them. Um, yeah. It, it's fascinating though because, I, I mean, I don't get it. I booked mm. my flights for America through... Um, one of those platforms. There's hundreds of all these, you know, flight booking platforms, and I jumped onto yeah. Qantas, who I'm flying with, and through their direct website, they're charging like 300 bucks more. And so, I mean, for in that circumstance, as if as a customer, as if I'm going to go with Qantas when I'm just booking through another yeah. platform and getting Qantas anyway. It's um, yeah. so it doesn't really make sense to me. And so maybe that's where this pain comes from, for the people that are the motel and are these, you know, how do you get on Google? Who are paying? Like, how does anyone have, like, a business? We stay um, between Melbourne and Sydney every year when we drive up for Christmas or New Year's to Sydney, where Amy's family is. And every yeah. one of those motels, like, on those sort of halfway point. Yeah, my first reaction when you said that was, I'm like, fuck, how are we going to do the daily talk show on that day? <laughs> <laughs> I actually have had that thought of, like, I'm going away, but then I realised yeah. you've been in Europe for months and we've managed to do yeah. the show. So if we're in Australia... Actually, this is the biggest power move. Me doing it for three months is just a massive power move to call you up on Christmas and be like, mate, are you, are you good at your end? I've got the Zoom. Are you, are you good to record? <laughs> we probably will end up doing it. It's on a um, Tuesday. Yeah. Christmas is on a Tuesday this Not year. There, yeah. So uh, we'll oh, get perfect. a cheeky early morning um, un uh, unwrapping episode. We'll yeah. Unwrap. So you go to Sydney. So you f you, you drive up to Sydney yeah. every and sort of New Year's. Yeah, and the, and all the hotels, all the sort of little motels. There's so many along the way, hundreds on these like midway points, and um, a lot of them are booked out. And I and I just l I look at them though, like some of them, you know, the internet's horrible. They wouldn't really grasp how to do the booking staff and yeah, yeah they're, they're not literate when it comes to digital uh, and being progressive in that digital space. So uh, you could, you could see how hard it would be. Like, you know what it's like dealing with some older people that don't really understand. It's like, they just don't have with these iCloud password. Yeah. They just don't have the understanding. You and I have been, I mean, the new generations, Bodie's Bodie knows mm -hmm. how to skip ads in YouTube. He's a fucking 19-month-old yeah. child. He knows the skip ad button. You see him just like trying to hit the skip ad button. Like really? crazy. Yeah, and so yeah. the so <laughs> the new generation Next he's going to go and get he's going to get over it and just get YouTube premium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dad. Dad, that sucks. But they I can see how it would be very scary for these people. And um and that response, you know, the Dick's response is he's an old guy who doesn't get it. 
Yeah. I mean, look at what Kogan, I mean, Kogan didn't do it to him, but the other retailers um, mm-hmm. and online platforms, like Kogan's a perfect example of, you know, a, a sort of a, a young um, tech entrepreneur who has just disrupted these older business models. And and that's been his game. You know, he's um, Jerry Harvey's come into Harvey Norman always like he took out a, he took out like ads in the newspaper saying Kogan will beat if you if you quote a price cheaper than Kogan we'll match it and that was like and he had like um I think he even named some of the outlets if you find a yeah, cheaper price on saying, Harvey s- Norman we'll, we'll beat it yeah imagine what I think that he would even do said that if if we can't beat it you get the get it for free oh that's right yeah which just make which is <laughs> which is so funny it's so gimmicky because it's like of course you're just going to charge a little bit less like which fucker is being like mate i want it for this price like no nah, we can't do it mate no nah, you got to fucking do it or it's free we're not fucking doing it so it looks like you can have to oh well i get it for free like how yeah. many people walked out with a free tv oh yeah and then i mean the people that sort of onboarded people to using a platform like his uh, to buy these products. And so it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a scare. It's been a scary time for people. And I think I loved your comment. It, it made a lot of sense. I, I want to watch the video cause I want to know if you were actually not listening. <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, have a listen. Everyone like go to like, would well, you know, what, like, cause I've, I've got empathy. And the other thing too is when, I was watching it. I was like, yeah, this makes sense. Like it is, it took a lot of me to disagree with him, but it was because he was speaking in this matter of fact, like he was saying like the, um, these international businesses, uh, they're on their yachts and they're just, their computers are going ding, ding, ding. And it's all money, millions of dollars coming out of local communities in Australia. Like, you know, it's very hyperbolic or you know, however you want to describe it. But it's, it was, um, yeah, I just found that it, it was missing some of those key elements, which is mm. I don't necessarily disagree with that. What I disagree with is that, we should, the customers need to start using the phone to fucking book. I don't think that, like, I think that the solution to this is actually saying, okay, whether it's maybe, you know, government intervention where the government says, okay, like rather than stopping these things, rather than saying, okay, we're going to put, we're going to, you know, force, you know, the these uh, these different things on these companies, why not say, actually, let's double down the energy on getting, you know, these towns, um, you know, educated around uh, the, you know, online space. And I feel like that would provide so much more positivity and longevity rather yeah. than just waiting for the next technology to disrupt them. Yeah. And and from living in Shepparton and working on the radio there, there was a lot of push and ad- advertising around shop local and when I was in Echuca over the weekend, I said to Amy, we were driving down the main street and in regional towns you see like just the types of shops are very unique. You know, they're um, it's just weird little trinket stores and sort of a bunch of clothing stores. <laughs> um, and I was saying these people are in trouble. Like as soon as yeah. a, a giant like Amazon works out 
how yeah. to get people all these products that are in these stores, which they totally can, cheaper, delivered to their door in regional Victoria, which is a possibility. Every one of these stores will be gone. Like, there will be mm. – it's crazy. And so that, that push around shop local, it's – yeah, it's a weird thing because you want people to have jobs in these communities and that is what the the campaign of shop local is encouraging, you know, spend your money here, spend your money within the town so town can keep going. But it feels like it is a um, – there is it's, – it's diminishing because of – technology and it's not going to change like we don't have a crystal ball but if you were to make predictions it, it, it's safe to, it's probably safe to it's say it's only going to get worse well it's only going to get yeah there's going to be new well, yeah, worse from his perspective you know yeah yeah it's yeah it's 100 percent only going to get worse Imagine, oh wow i'm just getting on a well you think about like i think that the next form of disruption is going to be to marketplaces. I think that like the where I think um, blockchain and stuff will end up going uh, where people can, you know, have a secure way to make transactions and stuff like that. I think that I'm hoping that where it goes is that rather than it being a few companies that uh, are making all of this commission and, and, and money that it's actually that it becomes a sort of more one-to-one interaction and it becomes a big sort of, it almost becomes a bit more community uh, focused. Mm. But um, I just thought it was a little bit ironic that Dick Smith was saying all of this on Facebook. He's doing a video on Facebook (laughs) that is, and you think about the advertising, you know, you think about that whole system and the fact that Facebook, you know, controls who sees that content and you know he has to pay more money to be seen by more like it's 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 pretty hypocritical yeah yeah i mean please dick bring back your um i'm pretty sure he did dick cheese at one point that was when he was really did, did his... he go bankrupt do you know what actually brie was asking that yeah I, I don't know but he's the dick smith um peanut yeah. butter is actually pretty good uh i don't okay. know if it's still around but um, before we go, I've had this on on the the, the Trello for for a couple of days. It just says Josh Jansen on Twitter. I got uh, I got tweeted at, oh, yeah. which had a lot of traction. It's I'm not very popular on Twitter. I did a um, back in Melbourne Geek days back in I think it was 2012 I did this article talking about Twitter followers this is like there's almost been a resurgence of all of this in Instagram world and all that sort of thing but it was around everyone was seeing influence based on how many numbers of followers you had and so I bought a heap and did this whole article yeah. um, anyway but uh, the actual amount of followers like I think I've got probably 18,000 followers there's probably only over the years I've probably accumulated maybe 3,000 legitimate um, followers and they're not very engaged. But I got this uh, tweet that mentioned me that has been liked one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like over 10 times. And it says, um, congrats to our NFA coach quarterbacks at Josh Jansen and Andrew Hunt, solid men. Unfortunately, there is a guy coming up in... Uh, f- U.S. Foot- football 
with the exact same name as me. Classic. And he's a quarterback or he's he's involved yeah. in uh, NFL or like football but, over in the States. Yeah. But the thing is that I feel like I've got a stronghold in the sense of I've got the dot com, I've got all the... So- like he's got no room to, to move. What is it? Like unless he starts calling himself Joshua, I think we're just going to have to accept... The fact, like, how annoyed would you be oh. if there was a Tommy jacket that was really popular or going hard yeah. online? It'd be so fucking annoying, especially if you were sort of venturing into doing media and and doing this this yeah. stuff. I mean, you, you've had it since you were four, two years old, though. You bought your first domain at two. <laughs> <laughs> Bodie's so age. Good. Bodie's hit so. the skip button on YouTube ads. You were bur- purchasing domains. <laughs> man, I, I do love a man. I've got some. Uh, the Daily Talk dot show is my new favorite one. Yeah, I, I like haven't that. set up the redirect, but I think that's it's a good URL shortener thing. Yeah, yeah, it is good. It's a Daily Talk show, everyone. Uh, tomorrow, Trevor Long live from the Apple event. I'm guessing he'll probably be just outside the event. It will be a few hours after he's uh, he's heard all the information. But we'll be talking iPhones, the Apple Watches. If you've got a question, send it to us. Hi at the Daily Talk Show. Dot com And TJ, I want to ask Trevor what he thinks about the idea of me potentially moving to Android in the next couple of months. Well, I think so, it sucks, um, so I don't want to hear one. what he has to say. Cause <laughs> you just uh, you don't want to miss the uh, not having the blue bubble anymore when we chat. That's the, the main oh, reason, isn't no, it? No, I can iMessage. tell you right now, it's not happening because our new business, if we need to be sending stuff through quick and easy through iMessage. Airdrop. Nah, pain in the ass. Airdrop, none of that stuff. I'm thinking about the new Pixels coming out soon, so I'm interested in that. I think I like the idea of the Google accounts and having Google Photos and YouTube and uh, all of that shit. But yeah, we'll hey, see. bro, I've already we'll got that on my iPhone. I've else. got that on my iPhone right now. Uh, <laughs> so Mate, you can't even open your fucking phone with sunglasses on. It's a mess. No, I can't. <laughs> right? No, I actually can't. Okay, or Bree can't. So oh. face detection's fucked. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Her phone's fine. All right, cool. It's a daily talk show, everyone. (laughs) Have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. See you guys.